everyone, uh, this is Musa again with another episode of Mo Football. And this time I have the pleasure to have Coach Patrick Dominic from um, Farnell Middle School and Sickle High School out of yes. uh, Florida. And today we'll do pretty much the same thing that we've been talking about in the past few weeks about um, high school soccer. Um, they need to have a little bit more uh, knowing not only in St. Louis, but across the U.S., and also to shed light also to some of the teams that um, are doing great things in the country that necessarily not get all of the um, highlight. So I'm very excited to have Coach Patrick on the line. Um, Coach Jim has been saying a lot of good things about you. So it was almost time for us to, to meet. Um, so how are you doing, Thank Coach? You. I'm doing good. How are you, Mo? Oh, nice to be here. Another day in paradise, talking soccer. So um, I can't complain. Good, good. Awesome. So yeah, so um, so the first thing, um, so we have the African Cup of Nations currently happening. Um, so could you tell me a little bit of um, where you're from and if you do follow it? And if so, um, what country do you expect to do well? Definitely. And Definitely. So my background is my dad is from uh, my parents are from Haiti and my dad taught me the love of soccer. And so I was born in Montreal, Canada. They So my parents moved when they were 19 years old and it's a cold, cold country that loves hockey. And I grew to love hockey, but they put me in soccer at the age of five and I grew to love it. And then we moved to um, New Jersey when I was nine years old and I played throughout New Jersey and attended St. Benedict's Prep, um, a great soccer school where, I don't know if you know, Claudio Reyna, um, U.S. captain, uh, Greg Berhalter, the current coach. They were all seniors when I was a freshman. So I'm watching the varsity team, and I'm in JV, and we train together. And so a lot of the tradition, the things that I do with my teams just came from that rich environment. And those guys were world-class. So it was nice to, to learn and watch them play. Wow, so you you started from the very top of high school. That's 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 one way to yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't quite the player they were, but um, we had we had a great great uh, um, history of playing the best of the best at St. Benedict's. They're national champs, state champs, and they travel across the country to play anyone. So that's why I brought that to uh, my high school experience at Sickles. Nice. Yeah. And I've been quite impressed, especially when I started to do a lot more research by U.S. soccer. It looks like like New Jersey is like it's breeding soccer players out of nowhere. Um, so it's yes. quite surprising now. Now we do have, now we know U.S. and Haitian out of New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think a fun fact about myself too is that um actually lived in Montreal West also for about okay. two years. Okay. Um, so that's kind of those fun things. So um, do you also speak French or Creole? Yeah, I speak French. I speak French, Creole. Ah, I, I tried a little bit of Spanish so I can dabble in some Spanish. <laughs> nice. Oh, très bien. Alors, moi, je suis français. Je viens de la France. Je parle français très bien. Ah, <laughs> awesome. And Coach Jim did not tell me about this one. So I guess now we know. Yeah. As far as your question about the African yes. Cup, I always, I always support uh, those Nigerian teams. Okay. They're so good, yes. you know, and uh, I'm a fan of Mohamed Salah, so Egypt. <laughs> uh, I, I won't hold it against you, but I'm uh, more <laughs> Senegal where all my parents and family are from. But 
Got it. Got it. I understand. Yeah. But beautiful soccer yeah. overall, though. Yes. It's very technical. It's very flowing. It's, it's a lot of goal scoring. So I enjoy it. Yes. And definitely um, now these days, they, they've, seen, they've shown that every single game have had at least one goal. Um, no yeah. draw. So it's yeah. um, a good one. Definitely. To yes. Awesome. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. Very competitive. As, absolutely. And I think the one of those nice things that almost tied to um, the, the high school that I was mentioning here and the level that's not being shown. Um, one of the, the players, I may forget where he's from, um, but he plays at the third level of Spanish soccer as a right back. Okay. But oh, yeah. for his country, he plays as a forward and he's the lead scoring goal scorer in the AFCON this year. So it's sort of that, you know, almost any level that you're in, if you're given the yeah. opportunity, you can showcase your skills, which. Correct. I truly believe that as well. Yes. Yeah. And which um, leading to that. So um, I recently spoke with um, Coach Eric from um, Jesuit um, yeah. Prep, uh, which is one of the private high school here. So knowing that they have also, you know, that rich history of playing soccer level and have a little bit more of those opportunities. Cause could you tell us a little bit more about um, your two middle school and high school and um, you know, all the titles that you have and you know, your. Well, I, I definitely wanted to, I, I wanted, I definitely want to give shout out to all my um, area high school coaches and programs. Cause I, part of the champions league yes. is playing these amazing teams, right? Yes. So I want to make sure to let everyone know that we're rich in soccer in um, Florida, in our area, Tampa Bay area. So we have so many great teams like uh, Steinbrenner, Eastlake, Palm Harbor, Mitchell, right? Uh, Durant, Newsom is an amazing team. Alonzo up and coming. So I take a lot of pride in, in playing those teams. And then you have some private schools like Berkeley Prep, Lakeland Christian, Tampa Catholic. So I try to build relationships and, and get to play some of these great programs. And it's an honor to have the game uh, put together and then be on the field because I enjoy the competition so much. Right. So I believe that um, the way the, the rankings are set up with things like that, it doesn't reward you playing these great teams, mm -hmm. but I do it for my team. So I feel like we are so beneficial of playing the best of the best right. reaching out because that's what I learned in my um, high school experience. It just helps the team. So the rankings will take care of itself, but it's like when we play the Lakeland Christian or East Lake, it's just a great competition. And those games are not usually um, scheduled by our, by our district. Okay. So I spent a lot of time in my off season calling coaches, reaching out and trying to schedule these games because that's what we did in my high school. Yep. So it's just let do some research, find out who's good, and make a phone call. That's what I've been doing. And, I mean, it doesn't always work out, but we've done so well, and our girls are not afraid of anybody. Right. So that's what we get out of it. And the competition is is so much more beneficial to play a good team than playing getting a team 14-0 that's not well. So I think it just makes us stronger. And um I gave a lot of credit. I forgot Sun Lake as well. That's another great program. Oh, yeah. So they won the Champions League sure did, for, the, yeah. for the girls. So I try to follow these teams. And then when I know they're succeeding, I make a phone call or I try to email them and 
not knowing what the outcome is going to be, but we love being in that competition. Yes. And, and it's actually, it's working because I, I did hear your name from quite a few coaches in um, Florida and especially the, the top 10 um, leagues and champions league. So it looks like those that's phone off. calls and emails are, are working. Yeah, that's awesome. I did see the, the interview with, um, uh, Jesuit coach, and he, he mentioned playing so many good teams in that Champions League, and that's why it's so exciting. Yes. You know, the draw and seeing who you're going to be going against and then the actual games, and it's our second year in the Champions yeah. League, and I feel like we haven't gone to the Final Four, but we've done well each year, right? The first year, we we led the, our group in goals. Yeah. This year, we tied for first but lost and point differential to Berkeley Prep. Ouch. So every year we get more motivated. And we were just decimated with injuries at the start of the season. And we feel like if we had all our players, we would be in that final. That's just what we believe. But, you know, very well-deserved Sun Lake, uh, Berkeley Prep, PHU, all those teams well-deserved. I certainly well watched deserved. the, the, the semifinal in the finals, and it's quite competitive. Yeah. So it's... And you can, yeah. It looks like a lot of those teams are very familiar to each other as well. No, so. yeah, I, I, I play. I've played a lot, a lot of those teams, you know. So awesome. So yeah. So um. So I guess um. Maybe may have jumped a little bit, but could you tell us a little bit about your uh, playing days? Um. Um. Outside of high school, was there anything else that you played or any uh, memories of playing? Mostly in New Jersey, played in uh, the soccer leagues, Iron Bank Striker in New Jersey, and things of that nature, and um. I, I just grew to be uh, a love of the game. And um, high school, I, I did St. Benedict's Prep. And after that, I didn't, I didn't, I went to USF, but didn't play for USF. I made my studies in education. I became a teacher and started coaching at Farnell Middle School, took over the girls program, and we've won four county championships. And then I was challenged to, to do the boys. And we're on our third championship with the boys. So we have seven total. Okay. Yeah. So it's exciting. And then a lot of those girls in middle school, they came to Sickles and they were able to win a Western Conference championship for high school. So it kind of carries over. But the one thing I know and and, and I take proud of, proud of is that foundation at St. Benedict's <laughs> is they had a motto, whatever hurts, my brother hurts me. So it's like a family right. and everything you do, it's like one minded kind of uh, group and team and we eat meals together we're trying to make sure we have team events we try to do some um some um great function functions like they have a christmas party at someone's house every year yes and then we schedule these great opponents and we travel to their uh field and and we try to give our girls the best experience and that's what we we um, learned from St. Benedict's. And of course, I see that in other program. I see that in Steinbrenner. I see that in PHU. I see that in Mitchell East Lake. So it's not just us, but we try to try to get the best out of every program we see. And I think I think I I would be very foolish to not mention all our great competition. So so it's it's really about our community. We have great soccer in this area. Uh, yeah, and the more I'm doing research, it it definitely shows that um, even a lot of the corners of the the states do have their you know mm -hmm. pockets. It's just um, you know, depending on our regions, we don't really get to hear from those teams until Correct. it becomes Correct. nationally ranked, and that's when you see the top Correct. ten. So it's 
definitely right. the introduction of that uh, Champions League. It's definitely one of those that kind of yes. bring up a lot of the exposure. Right, right. that's true. Yes. Um, and so. um, so and so, knowing that um, that with all of these activities, I understand that you also are trying to uh, plan showcase um for your team and players. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? You mean the uh, All-Star game yeah. or something of that nature? Uh, Coach Jim had mentioned right. kind of a showcase of for your players or local area uh, kids. Uh, we just had some rumbling th- uh, talking between some of us co- our coaches about trying to create uh, an All-Star game in the future to uh, represent all the players that are doing so well between Hillsborough and Pasco. So those are one of the things. It's still in the beginning, so I won't say too much yet. It's Nothing is in the – is this – it's done yet, and it's. I would. I didn't want to. Ta- I don't want to take credit for that. It's a group of us coaches that are trying to come up with something a better product than what we've seen, and we love the game that's been happening. But we just have different ideas to maybe have a rotation of coaches that would coach the games, right? Yep. Selection process where it's not only seniors because that game will go on with the seniors challenge. Yep. So we're just thinking of talking, and we're trying to see if we can come up with something. That would involve all the players. Sounds like Coach yeah. Jim was maybe too excited about it. So, he... oh yeah, <laughs> he's a vision. He's a visionary, and that's great. I'm I'm the same way, but um, we're so in such in the beginning stage, just having conversations. So, I definitely would want to talk about it more once we're once we have more things set in stone. So we'll we'll pencil that in for uh, our calendar. Right. <laughs> yes, and so circling to um, Coach. Um, Jim, um, so I understand you also keep a coach there, um, his grandkids. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about, you know, how, um, no, a little bit more about Coach Jim and um, how you guys have built such a um, friendship? Oh, it was a great, great, great question. So um, Coach Jim is, is a legend in our area. So he was a coach at Carroll Day. He coached in the area. He had all of his uh, Marauder soccer camp for years. So whenever I coach someone, they mention Coach Jim, and I did not meet him until we made the Champions League. Okay. And then we had that initial drawing, and we started talking, and he said, hey, wait a minute, you coached my grandsons, and you had some championships with them. So I coached his grandsons at Farnell, and I, I didn't know this. So we just we were at that, the Rowdy Stadium, and we were just started talking, and and I stayed a little bit after, and then we just kept getting more comfortable. You know, the passion is there, the love for people, yes. the love for soccer. We just kept talking and just shooting ideas back and forth. And then my excitement of the Champions League, I would throw ideas by him, and and um, he would just receive it so well and give me a platform to, to hear my voice. And other coaches are involved, other coaches. And then when I feel like a team – is deserving to be in the Champions League, but is not. I just push and I say, "Hey, this team is so good. You know, what is your what are your qualifications to get into the Champions League?" So of course, it's district champs, it's the rankings, but sometimes you play a team and you feel like they they're well deserved. So, you know, that's just my opinion. <laughs> and I think I, I may have heard a few of those where um, I think they they have plans or maybe you know certain teams meeting at a certain level after playoffs. So um, Correct. I, it sounds like that idea is, is floating around. So um, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're, they're talking about other counties, yeah. you know, and I know I, I just beat the drum for Lakeland Christian, but they're just in a tremendous program, right? So we've been playing them for the last two years, and it's always at Lakeland Christian because we didn't have the funds to host the game. And the first time was 1-0. They scored in the last minute. Nice. And how did I find out about that school? I found that they had a 22-game uh, winning streak. They won two straight uh, state titles. I said, I want to play them. <laughs> so then I reached out to the coach, and they were so welcoming, and they were so inviting. And to this day, it's more one of the most welcoming, inviting environments. Beautiful setting, scenery. Um, beautiful stadium. It's pretty much for uh, kind of a football stadium, but it's just tremendous, tremendous competition. So we went up there this year, and then uh, the outcome was in, in turn to our favor. But they promised to come to Sickles next year. So I just want to keep talking about these programs that are just so good, and we probably won't know about them unless we we reach out, play them, we we invite them to tournaments. Um. It's just a, a, a tremendous, I can't tell you what that experience has done for our girls, confident-wise, right? So if you know a team is a state champ and has won so many games in a row and you can compete with them, there, there's no game that they fear. Yeah, definitely. So that's what I've, I've been able to, to, to do, win or lose. It's that being able to mentally face that, oh, we can play with anyone, right? Yeah, and, and the is not always on our side. Yeah, and you can definitely that. see that in yeah. other teams, even the pros, where you see, you know, the lower yeah. level teams, once they play the top team, their level just quadruple just because of the occasion. So, correct. Definitely correct. nice. Yeah, and that, I mean, yeah. that kind of ties it nicely with the Champions League, it looks like, where, you know, it's not just your class champs that play each other. Mm hmm. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I just also, you got to give credit to Palm Harbor, right? Yes. So when they had the drawing, everyone at the drawing said, oh, my goodness, they're in the group of death, <laughs> right? It was just loaded with teams. You know, Newsome, Newsome, I mean, they might win states this year. So you had Newsome, you had Palm Harbor. I believe they had um, just a couple other powerhouses. And they came out of that group. And so they went to the finals two years in a row. Right. So I reached out to coach Randy and congratulate him. And then I said, you owe me a game. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going after Palm Harbor. Right. So we just want to make things happen like that. We watch what teams do and they, when they succeed, we want to play them. Nice. And, so. and then after that, pretty much everyone benefits because the whole region then benefits because now you have, very well versus Correct. players all across the state Correct. versus a handful. Yes. Yes, exactly. And and I think what we get also out of the Champions League and just the way we are is it's not just two teams and two coaches across that never meet. So we build relationships with these coaches. We share ideas. We grow the sport. That's one of the biggest things. So I would just want to say um, – I'm I, I'm close to Coach uh, Shannon Aiken at Steinbrenner and uh, Chris Castro at Mitchell, uh, Nikki Porter at Bloomingdale, Tim Hill at Alonzo. Is is just uh, Randy Irick at Palm Harbor. So you build these relationships, right? And then it just grows the sport. Yes. And then when you say, "Hey, let's try to put together an All Star game. Let's try 
to play at our house. And then great soccer ideas just start to flow. Excellent. So, and then who benefits is the is is the students, is the players. It's the you know, it's it's them. So, excellent. So yeah. So and um, and one of the big things that I um I saw and kind of liked also about the the Champions League was that, um, you know, it kind of takes um given opportunities to the kids that do play high school, uh, private or public to have more of like a championship like uh, experience and increase their exposure. Um, I guess. Myself was kind of fortunate, you know, to be able to play club soccer and move on. So what would you say is one of those things that, you know, Champions League or the relationship that you've built with other coaches across the state? Um, how does that benefit, you know, your group and any public schools around Florida? So so first, what we what we as coaches, I speak for myself, is we support the players first, right? So then we come in with the challenge of, that they're going to be playing club as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there, a lot of the, the the players are playing club ECNL, where there's um, Premier, whether it's uh, ECNL R. Well, they're playing club soccer at the same time that you're playing your mm -hmm. season. So you have to balance practice. You have to balance their tournaments. You have to balance their showcases, injuries, you know, their health, academics. So what we what we've done with Champions League is we've allowed the the sport to become important, right? Yep. So you cannot have a coach say, "Well, the high school game is insignificant or it's no competition there." Mm -hmm. Well, Champions League and kind of like puts that to bed, right? Because yep. you have the best of the best playing each other. In soccer in general in high school is is it is is a high level soccer and I speak for myself again and say that we we support the clubs. We want the clubs to succeed, right? I, I started out at, um, at uh, FC Tampa okay. cl coaching club soccer and then went to Farnell. So we want the best for the clubs too. So we got to find a right balance where they're supporting us. And in the end, the players are benef benefiting from that. And so what I've done is I've been able to accept when they have a tournament when they have a showcase and then it helps me develop my other players right the younger players we started out the first five games with mostly freshmen mostly inexperienced wow. players but i could say now i could see the development and now some of the players are pushing for starting position they're enhance our backups as far as our bench so what champions league helps us do is get exposure and maybe have that player advocate for themselves and say, I want to play in that high school game, you know? Yes. And so it makes it important. So, but we want to be working relationship with the club coaches as much as possible because that's not going away. Right. Um, no, <laughs> the, no. And the play, and the, a lot of the players are really good players going through that club system, that club level. So we support them. So we just got to find that right balance where it works for both of us and not have negativity and, you know, oh, yeah. disagreements going back and forth. It's a big challenge. Oh, so yes. Um, being yeah. in that well, it's, it's um, interesting. And it, um, and I think it, maybe it looks like on your team, you have a mixture of those players, which probably introduce a new challenge um, where, you know, some of the schools may have, 
no, maybe one or two of those players. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, the rest typically do not gain that same exposure because they don't have the, the club platform behind them as um, others. So um, that's what kind of got me a little um, excited about the Champions League and others because it's um, growing up in France, it shows that the, the system that we grew up on was that, you know, even though we could afford the clubs, but if you were good enough, I'll put that in quotes, to um, to make it to a academy, then after that, those charges will pretty much be taken care of. So it's that's a great, so it's a great kind of, system. Uh, yes, uh, but it, it, I think it's one of those systems where it's the um, they bet on the player to go either pro or even become a coach um, on the end versus you know the upfront cost of things. Yeah, lots of opportunities. It's a different system here that definitely needs to be looked at and maybe make some modification changes and to help the sport grow in our country. But um, it's a long yeah, we, we, conversation on that part. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there it's it's a tough one. So excellent. Yeah. And um, so one thing I think I may have forgot to ask. So um, how did you start about coaching? You know, the transition from playing to uh, coaching. So ironically, um, when I became a teacher, I, I started at Farnell Middle School when the position for uh, the girls came up and opened up and I started coaching there. And prior to that, I coached at FC Tampa under George Arroyo. And ironically, he's the former Sickles high school coach. So I was his assist- assistant for a while at FC Tampa. And um, then I started building my program at Farnell and um I recognize a lot of the coaches in high school now that I went against in middle school. And so it's just that love. I'll, I'll, I will take any position that will grow um, uh, the love of the game. And so I also was an assistant at Alonzo High School, Chamberlain High School for a year. Uh, and then when my, once my kids were born, I had to quit the club because I just couldn't do all the traveling and, and, and the volunteer time that I put into that soccer uh, experience was tough with two little ones. So from Farnell, once that position came open at Sickles, interviewed, there were a lot of coaches. And one of the things that I said is that I promised that I was going to have all the girls have high academics. And then that one day Sickles will be known around the, the state for their success academically and on the field in the class. And it's a vision, right? Yeah. So uh, this is my fifth year. In that third year, we won the Western Conference Championship. And we've been in the Champions League two years in a row. Yeah. So now we're poised for districts. Uh, so we want to make sure we add district championship to that. And last year in the playoffs, we were a minute away from that final four in the state. Ouch. So it was just it's just a great great experience and what I get out of it is every year you learn something yep. right every experience fuels you for the next one every disappointment prepares you for that bigger challenge so I tell the girls every time we fail every time we we don't meet our goals we got to learn from it we take that challenge and it just makes us better and we're poised this year to have our best season ever at Sickles 
and we started 0-5 because of all the injuries, right? <laughs> so we started 0-5 with all the injuries, and through that, those injuries, I kept telling the vision, keep that vision, visualize what's going to happen in the future. And um, so we we scored the fifth most goals in the state in all classes. Nice. Third most goals in 6A. So we have we have a lot of success and still have two district games to go, state playoffs, and then once you get there, anything can happen. Oh yeah, right? Because our region has East Lake, Mitchell, Sun Lake, Lando Lakes. It's it brutal. It, it's fun. so that's really a, this. That's a toss up of what's going to happen there, and I and and you first have to give respect to your opponents and. We do that. We feel like our, our 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 region is just loaded with talent and great coaches, great teams, and we're honored to be in that environment. And we would like to play the best of the best and just get through and see what happens. Uh, from what I've seen um, American sports when it comes to playoff, it doesn't matter how you start; it's how you finish. Right. So um, it's, how, it's definitely it's definitely how you finish and. Uh, we know that we have we have a lot a lot of great opponents that are going to be uh, looking for us, and we're not we're not um, hiding anymore behind anyone because now they know, yeah. right? Sickles, Sickles is going to come to play, <laughs> so we'll get we'll definitely get everybody's best. And um, last last game we played against, uh, I was mentioned Durant. It, it ended up a two two tie, and the coach said. Thank you. That was great preparation for the playoffs. Nice. It was thanks. just an amazing yeah. game, right? Amazing game. It was our third game back to back consecutive, and um, that's 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 what it's all about. It's good to hear it's the commodity respect. between coaches too. So it's yeah, you know, it's that respect factor that we have for everyone, and we know that there's so many good teams out there, so it could go either way. So we prepared for the results, right? Whatever happens, I want them to play their best. Um, show their identity and take pride in, in what you do on the field. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I think the last um, serious question, I guess I will ask. Um, so any players that you watched growing up that you wanted to emulate or play like? Wow. There's a lot. <laughs> well, well, we'll, we'll give what. We'll, Three. I can give I can give you a top five. Top five. I say, right, let's go. Yeah. Let's say Patrick Clivert, okay. striker yeah. for Netherlands. You know, uh, Batistuta from Argentina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronaldinho. We have. If you're talking about center mids, Luis Enrique from Barcelona mm-hmm. in Spain, just such a creative magician. And of course, you can't forget Maradona. So, right, so I you- just, I just, I just, I just like that center mid and i like the strikers <laughs> and, and almost name well, all of the players that actually school. dance with the ball at their feet so I, 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 right yeah. right but i was a defender in high school so that that shows you right <laughs> uh, you know it's i played defense too so you know you got a little bit of that envy of playing um correct to correct. those in the middle and we, we were not allowed to do that much of that drilling because for right. us, the ball might end up in the net more often than not so, yeah yeah yes. yeah yeah. I'm right there. And I one more I wanted to add uh, Raquel May from Argentina. Juan Roman Raquel May is just beautiful passer of the ball. So you just have so many influences that I look at that position as the number 10 is just very central to your attack and controlling the midfield. And 
So every coach has a, a, a style they want to play. Yes. So I have a style and identity. So that's how I set up my, my team, my players. And it's exactly from your question, right? Who did you idolize? Yes. Who did you, what team did you want to emulate? So we want to be a ball control possession type team. So we, we play that. We try to be as technical as we can be. And that's, that's our, uh, that's our goal. Awesome. Right. So yeah, so but definitely we'll have to look out for that one. Um yeah. So I think so now more of um general questions. Um so was there a I guess a, a country that you know kind of you always cheer for um outside of your home country if in the World Cup, for example, if um so I'm the biggest fan of the men's USA national team. Okay. That's not number one, right? I remember Korea getting up at four in the morning watching that. I watched Claudio Reyna because I knew that he went to my school, right? So that's number one. Yes. That's number one. <laughs> but then I just really love the way uh, Spain plays soccer with their possession. That's that's I just love that the way the the passing is. It's crisp. It's it's accurate. It's on the ground. It's possession. It's beautiful. <laughs> So Spain is, is, is one. And then I told you Nigeria yes. is, is one of those uh, great countries that I watch. Uh, you know. Any favorite player from Nigeria? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, gosh. What is Ochoa? Oh, yes. <laughs> He's another number 10. But that's back in the day, right? <laughs> oh, yes. And, um, and um, so you said Jose Okocha was mine, too. Okocha. Yes. Um, especially because yeah. I grew up... Um, born and raised in France. So we were okay. lived close to the uh, Parc des Princes. So, so growing up, JJ Okocha was like the player. Yeah, yeah number, he had number 10. Yes. He's in the middle of the field and just at that distributor. Right? That's my style, yeah. right? I love, the, I love all the number 10s. I can, I, so I that's, my, that's, my, that's my <laughs> style. So Claudio Rayner is that typical 10 in that midfield for USA back in the day. And I, I just... I see all my teams have to have that 10. Okay. It never hurts. <laughs> You're right. That's my style. So excellent. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, Creativi just, creativity, I'm creativity is more my thing. And we, yeah. these days, maybe like a little bit of it for a lot of teams around the world. So, right. um, definitely, it right. does help uh, bring the, the love of the world. Correct. Correct. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so as we closing out, is there anything that you wanted to? share or um thanks for anyone um you know uh, um pretty much pretty much the, the when we talk about high school soccer it's about the players so i would like to, i first of all thank you for what you're doing but i would like to have more of the players being showcased and high and highlighted and talked about yes our job as coaches is important but Without those players, we're nothing, right? Yeah. So, so when so when I thought about that All Star game that I that we wanted to do is because I admire players on my team, and then I admire players on other teams. Yep. It's fair. So, and one of the, and in every like I could think of all the players and teams that I've played. I mean, you're like, wow. I mean, this player is amazing, right? And and so I, a particular one was that Tampa Catholic we just played and. She was just terrific. She was just a terrific player, and um, she's a senior going to, uh, I think, uh, a school in North Carolina. I don't remember the school yep. right now. 
but she's she was just like a terrific technical great player so i don't know if i'm allowed to say names but we have that where um this um this connection is to promote um anyone in high school playing it so um, okay so so her name is bella murphy from tampa catholic was an amazing player then there's jolie farmer that i that played against then leah pitts from steinbrenner so uh, apart from your players you kind of admire the other players that you play Mm -hmm. and you say that's a really good player you know, of course, you know, I love my players first, right? I have great players on my team, and I would definitely honor them. Daniel Mosri is a great player. Uh, we have we have a lot of, of amazing, Michaela uh, Wilkerson, but I admire when I see other players on other teams. So there should be a place where we're promoting players from other teams. Yes. And, and and it's about them first, yeah. You understand? And of course it's the team, right? We want we never want to forget the team. And that that's number one. But when we talk about talent, we, we should um recognize those players who are very talented and doing great things and going to college and volunteering their time um outside of school and get four point grade point averages. It's, that's amazing, definitely right? impressive for student athletes so I'm, how do you how do you do club high school and then have a 4.0 gpa it's just that dedication that commitment time management character yep. right it's always about character first for me so yeah so i just want to find a way if we can promote these players and the all-star game is a great idea for that but if just things like that podcast and maybe interview players give them give them them a moment to shine do a uh, player of the week and then i think there's an online player of the week that that we vote for but definitely if we promote those players and athletes because after when when the season ends i tell my seniors enjoy the moment right enjoy the last home game i said please look around you smile enjoy this moment because it goes so fast what happens after four years they're not all guaranteed to play college Some of them become um, students, some go to military, some go join the workforce. So enjoy that moment. But if we gave them that little spotlight during those years, there's something they would cherish for the rest of their lives. So that's my thing. Um, yeah, and that's definitely what we're also doing at the same time. And and I think so, what it helps with a lot of when you know that you have a local kid that actually has mm-hmm. moved up, the, you know, moved up and has done something big that kind of add a little bit of the motivation for a local kid like like yourself right. when you saw that you had those u.s men national team that were seniors and you were freshmen yeah it's like hey i can do that too correct so it, correct it certainly correct. helps so quite a lot yes yeah no and it, it, it helps you kind of um set your path yes because a lot of the things that i saw i keep to myself like secrets of success that they passed along and there's this kind of thing i call recipe for success mm-hmm. and then you can you kind of see it at and on my teams and so i cherish that yes so why can't we pass that along to the players as well right yeah. and let those players pass it on to the younger players and i tell my seniors please pass something along to the younger players to carry over and that's what it's all about without those players that i idolize in high school I wouldn't be the coach that I am. Yes. So. And that's, that's pretty much um, how I see it. And you, 
you know, yeah. celebrate those that that come before you, after you, and um, it's all mm-hmm. it all benefits not only the sports um in the country, but then locally. So that's what I, I started to work with Coach Jim was to kind of uh, bridge that gap as well. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm here in Missouri, St. Louis, which is far from Florida. Rich in soccer. Um, they're rich yes. in soccer. Though. Yes. And I do spend quite a lot of time in um, Sanibel Island and Fort Myers area. Um, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think I'll be making a few trips to Florida to watch Miami FT awesome. and the mm-hmm. Rowdies play. So yep, I do spend a lot of time in Florida, but now it's time to kind of okay. help bridge um, across those states' lines. Um, Correct. And I'll be working with Correct. Coach Jim here on the St. Louis Champions League side. Correct. So um, yeah, so that big yeah. vision I think that Jim has is to have a national yeah. where Champions League is all over the country, and I I, I see that can happen. Oh, he's, it's he's it's done hard. wonders for our yeah it it does wonders for our um, our high school season. It's it's been great competition. Yes, and um, it, the fun thing was that now that I talked to some of the coaches in Florida, and I do know quite a few coaches from St. Louis, so now they actually starting to kind of hear about other teams and maybe in the future that they would like to play teams from across. Yeah. Cause you only get to play them if you get on the national stage. That's where you see the, correct, the top correct. one, but there's some very correct. good teams that just couldn't, that just got beat by the other team and did not make it nationally, but that will do right. some very good games. Oh um, my goodness! So that just brings me back to brings me back to high school. Like definitely, you know, St. Benedict's in New Jersey would go look at Ohio team and say that team's number one in the nation. Let's schedule a game with them. Pennsylvania. I remember all those travels. That's that's why that's why I got that from. So yeah. So hopefully this and it's great. Soccer. Hopefully Jim makes it happen. And now it's yeah Florida. Now it's St. Louis. Uh, Tampa. Now mm-hmm. St. Louis. And I do see that they're working with Miami. other cities. So mm-hmm. it's going to be quite interesting. Yep, I appreciate okay. it. Yep. Excellent. So, I, uh, Coach Patrick, definitely appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck to both of your teams. Um, hopefully Thank you so more much. Trophies. Um, I won't hold the Nigeria too, too much. But um, <laughs> Haitian, I think, um, and I grew up with a lot of Haitian around me. And all of them are okay. pretty much considered like moms, brothers, and sisters. So, right, um, right, right. So, we're, at the end, we're almost all tied to each other. Correct, so, correct. Um, so, Nigeria is because of the past, right? Yes. I grew up watching them. Oh. I don't know how great they are now. Uh, they're, they're doing okay, even during the. Oh, the women's did well in the World Cup. The oh, women's yeah. team did very well oh, yeah. in the World Cup. They're, they're next level. Yeah. That England, game, that England game was great. Yes. So, so it's it looks like the yeah. progression. Um, it just we're just celebrating African soccer now, and exactly. they're showing some well. So, I definitely um, appreciate the time, and I think I won't take too much more of it. But um, best of luck, and I'm sure we'll talk very soon. Thank you so much, and I just want to make sure to promote our area of soccer. It's amazing, Pinellas, Pasco, Hillsboro. So. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Thank you, and have a good one. You take care. Bye.